Are you interested in possibilities beyond anything you ever considered? Join me, John Ashford, alias Akintola, each week where I show up unapologetically me as a possibility seeker, an explorer of the universe, conversationalist, and a storyteller. Having worked with families, communities, and systems for over 30 years, I desire to explore with you topics beyond current realities and create something greater than the world as we know it today. Together, we can inspire, teach, and share with each other our real and raw ideas to change the world to the place we know it can be. Join me for some fun as we get real, funky, raw, vulnerable, outrageous, and inspired. Peace, John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another podcast meeting with yours truly, John Ashford on Being John Ashford. I am really, really excited. This is my second podcast. Uh, and I'm really excited that I have a special guest. Uh, I've known this sister for some time now. Uh, and uh, I consider her like one of my daughters. Uh, I'm amazed about her heart. Uh, everybody who knows me, I'm the type of cat that being John Ashford, being motherfucking John Ashford is really important. And so a lot of people that I'm in, interviewing and asking them to come on my podcast, I'm asking them to expose themselves of how they be them. And my first guest, my second, well, my actually my first guest, because my first show wasn't a guest. I was just talking about an event that I do at work, something I do at work. But uh, I want to introduce my my sister, Pixie Nixie. I love the name. Uh, and uh, thank you. So you want to talk about how we met or not? Yeah, I'd love to. So you go, you go for it. So yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, and I met, so John and I met when I was 16. Um, I'm 23 now. I'm not going to do math right now, but we <laughs> met when I was 16. Um, he was my probation officer and yeah, um, I was on probation with him for like a little bit over a year and it was unlike what traditional probation I I feel like would be like um and I'm 23 now and I'm still working with John so I I I'm in love with what John has taught me and et cetera et cetera <laughs> thank you sister thank you thank you so uh, <laughs> so let's just jump right in what makes you different than most people because you're different what makes you different um Geez, I want to say a lot of things. I don't think I can pinpoint it exactly. Um, I think that I've had definitely a little bit different of a life um, than around. Um, I grew up in a really small town that was um, filled with a lot of privilege. Um, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Nikki. I'm hearing the, your voice, your, your microphone sounds like it's static. Really? Now it's not. It was, you just did something to stop Okay, but it's better now? Yeah, it's better now, yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me if it acts weird again. Okay, for sure. Um, but yeah, um, I just grew up looking at other families and um, other ways that life could be like um, and was really distraught growing up knowing that I didn't have that. Um, and it really took a toll on me and it eventually got me into probation. Um, and so I was really happy to experience what John taught me because it, taught me that I can create that myself, um, despite everything that I've gone through. And so what makes me different is I feel like what I've been through and then also how I'm tackling that as well and how I'm overcoming it and becoming who I want to become and living the life that I want. 
So how are you tackling it now? What do you do? What do you do? How do you tackle it now? I'm sticking through it and I'm not giving up. Um, one thing that John taught me was that I, um, my possibilities are endless. Um, I can literally do anything, literally do anything. Um, and so just stepping into that and embracing that, it takes a lot of work, um, especially growing up and being taught kind of the opposite of that. Um, so just continuously working at that like mindset of like, even just like building up my confidence to know that I'm capable of anything and like having discipline to continue to hold myself accountable for that kind of thing. I mean, it's been a huge journey, but it's, it's changed my life. So what, what's one thing that you chose to change your life? What's the one thing you chose to change your life? Um, I would have to say the first thing that came to my mind is my career. Um, I was working as um, a hostess. I wanted really badly to be a waitress. Um, I loved the idea of the tips and the paycheck. Um, so I, for a lot of years, got used to the employee mindset and just kind of like getting paid per hour kind of thing. But I was in a situation where I needed to have more money. I wanted to um, be able to live by myself and be able to have a home for my dog as well. So um, that wasn't really working out for me. It wasn't paying the bills. So I would say the biggest change that I made was I switched over to a very taboo line of work that was that has been a huge life lesson for me. Sex work. Um, so I oh, wait, wait, wait. You just it just scrambled. It just scrambled when you just start after you say. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. You sound like you're underwater. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, now fine. you're fine. Maybe I just need to talk slower. Okay, so let's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got into sex work. Um, I started with exotic dancing, and now I do online um, entertainment um, on a familiar platform called OnlyFans. A lot of you guys have probably heard of it. Um, and it's, it's a, so different from having, um, like, a job with a W-4. Um, and it's it's been, it's been crazy. So that's, that's one of the biggest life changes that I've applied into my life to help me attain what I know is possible in my life. Um, so, yeah. So let me ask you, does a lot of judgment come with that, this career? A lot. Yeah. And what do you, a how lot. do you, how do you, how do you overcome? What do you, how do you, how do you navigate through that? Um, well, to be honest, at first I wasn't expecting as much judgment as I got. So, um, who is judging I you? I, just, I would say my family. Um, when I first started, I I had expected my family to be in support, to be supportive of it. Um, and when I had told them that I decided that I was going to start doing that, that was not the reactions that I got. So um, I very quickly, um, I was about 18, 19 when this happened mm -hmm. and I lost their support. Um, but I knew, I knew that this is that, that job, that this job is what would make me live the life that I wanted to live. Um, so that judgment has been really, really hard for me, um, growing up with a, with a family and then now kind of just being out here on my own. Um, but with that, it's been its own journey that has made me more confident and helped me discover what's possible and, and even just the hardships of not having my family around have been beautiful in and of itself because I know that everything happens for a reason and it's it's magical in its own way 
especially in ways that I don't quite understand yet. So yeah, I would say my family has been the hardest for me when it comes to judgment. Um, obviously the typical online, you know, comments and stuff like that. And from old high school, you know, friends or whatever, but um, it's be, without their judgment, I wouldn't be as empowered as I am now and as confident as working out. <laughs> gotcha. So, so what do you do with those judgments? I mean, like when they give, when they, when they give you judgments, what do you do with them? Um, so I don't, I don't really know. At first it was really, really hard. At first I would, I didn't understand. I felt super misunderstood. I lashed out. I, you know, started to judge them back, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And since then, you know, that's part of the reason why this has been a huge lesson for me. Since then, I've learned that everybody is the way they are for a reason. Um, it's because of their own experiences. So and now it's more, and now I've gotten a lot more um, better at, I should say, letting them be and letting them live their life and think their thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, and just that piece and and also gaining the confidence in myself and my stability has helped me kind of let go of caring about what other people think, even if it's my family. Um, wow. So yeah, just letting it go and just um, returning to sender and letting them feel that weight of, you, if you don't like me, then I'll, okay, then you can have that. You wow. can have that. <laughs> I'm impressed. That's impressive. So let me ask you this. So has... So with the the so you're you're an entrepreneur, so you went from hourly work to making money on your own and creating your own money in your space. What did that create in your world when you made that transition? Um, it created a lot more possibilities for me. It created not only possibilities like physically, like uh, like I had more time and more money um but I, it also created a lot more mental possibilities like i'm now a lot more aware i mean i just said yes that i'm an entrepreneur i don't want to um i don't want to downplay the other entrepreneurs i only have only fans right now i'm an aspiring entrepreneur but it gave me the mindset that i can be an entrepreneur that i can be even a millionaire or a billionaire that i can um do whatever i want i can have i can be a real estate agent i can create businesses, blah, blah, blah. And before I literally, the only dream that I had was to be a waitress. <laughs> so wow. it's really opened up my mind to like, I can see myself flying across the world every year and meeting people wearing outfits of my dreams. Hold on, wait, you went back underwater. Hold on, hold on. They tried again. I said, it's helped me um, okay. uh, want to wear outfits of my dreams. I don't know where the water cut out, but yeah, I'm that. losing my uh, but it basically just helped me helped me see that I can live the life of my dreams and the the life that I always wanted when I was a kid that I saw other people had that I mm -hmm. that broke me that I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: Are you? How does that does that affect any of your relationships? Like, if you have a new date, if you, does that that this choice does it affect your relationship or not? Mm -hmm. I would, that's a really good question. I would say, yes, it's definitely a huge factor in it. Um, especially based off of my experience with 
what happened with my family and even like old friends and stuff when I first stepped into sex work. When I meet new people, whether it's new potential friends or new potential lovers, I definitely um, can recognize when there's um, like a little bit of maybe even like super toxic judgment that I need to stay away from or um, it's also helped me be more confident in being alone. I used to be super codependent and super wanting people's approval and people to like me. And now with everything that I've gone through with the judgments of sex work and everything, now I'm totally okay with even dying alone. <laughs> like I'm, I love being alone. I, so, and I'm totally fine with that. I love, I love being by myself. And so it's not a problem for me to, I'm not codependent as, as codependent anymore. <laughs> yes. So now that you're not codependent or as codependent as you say, what did that open up in your world? What, 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 what showed up? What happened once you were like, fuck that. I'm just, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, the ability to be myself mm -hmm. out, like, especially out in public. Um, I also used to be really self-conscious, especially with, or not self-conscious, socially anxious, especially with, um, like being out in public or especially with COVID. Uh -huh. So, um, it's helped me like, I mean, if my own family doesn't like me, I literally don't care if anybody else doesn't like me. Like, I know that I'm okay and I know that I'm good. So it's given me a lot of confidence to just go out and be myself at all points in times, even if it's cringy or whatever. Um, and I love it. I love it so much. Like somebody could come up to me and tell me like that I'm ugly or something and I, it wouldn't hurt me. I mean, you know, obviously be like, what? But it, I'm, I'm so much more confident now. Wow. Wow. I have to say, from the first time I met you to now, I, I, what, you know, I've, I've told you from day one, even before when you first met I remember when you first told me you were ready to do this, I was like, you were expecting me to say something. I was just like, well, if that's the choice you want to make, I, who am I to judge a person for that? That's your choice. Uh, and I was amazed on, I've been amazed on how you've navigated through all of this judgment. And I remember telling you a while back, that what if you could allow those judgments to make you money? Remember, we had that conversation a long time ago. Yeah. Like every judgment you make on yourself costs you $5,000. Every judgment somebody makes upon you, you make $1,000. And I'm looking at you now, I'm talking to you now, and it's like it's actually taking root. You know, uh, I think that's, that's amazing. I wish. So if you were talking to any young person now and so do you first, I guess the first question I have, do you see yourself being a motivational speaker? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah so, so what would you tell somebody, what would you tell the young you and her friends at 16, 17, 18, what would you tell them now from the point where, where you're sitting from now on making choices about their future? Um, See, it's really hard to answer that question because I feel like I wouldn't, I feel like I don't want to say, I mean, to me personally, I wouldn't say anything because everything that happened to me, even though it was so hard, turned mm -hmm. me into who I am today, even with how long it took, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one thing though, that I would say for a piece of advice is if you can try not to care about what other people think, especially your family. Um, another piece of awareness that I think that took me way too long to realize is that 
um, and this isn't the case for everybody. A lot of people are born in great families, but um, um, the environment that you are born in um, is just that. It's just the environment that you were born in. Your parents are not gods. They don't know everything. They are not right about everything. Um, and neither is the rest of your family. So um, just take everything logically and know yourself, know what your dreams are and try not to let anybody, even your family, talk you down on whatever it is. And if you need to change your environment to help you accomplish your dreams, do that. Do that. Don't, have, don't let other people make you feel bad for doing that. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to ask you to go into the future. 10 years from now, what would you like to be? What would you like to be doing or creating? I would like to have multiple, um, I would like to be in real estate. I'd like to own multiple LEED apartment buildings. Um, what is that for people who don't know what LEED Um so I can't, can't tell you what it stands for uh, specifically. Okay. I'm still, I'm, I just realized what it is, but it's an eco-friendly building. Okay. Um, and it's like certified eco-friendly from the government. So gotcha. um, I want to have a couple buildings like that in like big cities and stuff. Um, and I would like to, yeah, I mean, that's, pro that's the first thing that comes to mind. That's my biggest thing, financial stability. Um, to be able to help, I'd really, really like to be a part of a wildlife rehabilitation center, whether that's funding it or helping run it or whatever. I don't think I could actually do the whole thing myself. I don't think I want to, but <laughs> um, I want to be a huge part in helping that. That's the environment and wild and wildlife rehabilitation um, is my biggest drive and passion to why I want to be rich and healthy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm, I'm we're getting down to the end. So let me ask you this. So, uh, why do you want to be rich? I, so, okay. So there's this thing that a lot of people say, or I grew up hearing people say that rich people are bad people because mm -hmm. they are selfish with their money, blah, 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 blah. And in a lot of cases, that's obviously true. Um, and that's also a huge reason why we are dealing with climate change, which is one of my huge passions I'm trying to tackle. Um, I do not, I, and I learned this from you, I have learned that money is not evil. It's, if anything, it's just the way you spend it. Um, so I have been wanting to kind of change the way that people view money, um, mm -hmm. even like the economy, um, that it doesn't happen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. And even the economy that it doesn't Wait, wait, you're still underwater. So you say you're still under, your, your, your mic sounds like, are you sitting close to your mic? I don't need okay, to now it's Okay, it's fine then. No, it's fine. It goes back and forth. Okay. I'm just doing it on my computer. So yeah, I don't. No, that's cool. That's cool. And sometimes <laughs> here's the piece. Here's for some people out there listening. So a lot of times when th people are starting to say, when I'm noticing, I do a lot of energy work. And so what I'm beginning to realize is that sometimes in the universe, when you actually drop in some consciousness nuggets, 
sometimes something in the universe blocks it. So I'm going to use my little magic that I use. I'm going to ask all entities around us to back the fuck off so that we can have more clear communication. So you were saying mm -hmm. if you were rich, you would do what again? You would create what? I, I would use my money in an eco-friendly way and I would use it to help create a more eco-friendly economy than what now everybody is looking at and is like, oh my God, the world is ending. Everything sucks. Everybody sucks. Yeah. I'm wanting to change that perspective and just kind of, you know, bring the new perspective of, hey, money's actually just what you make of it. Um, and it's very powerful too. And you can use it for the things that you want to use it for. Um, so yeah. Okay. So what I'm writing down something is that I'm, this is some of the questions I'm asking everybody. Uh, um, so people get to know a little bit about you. So in closing, what has been your favorite movie and why? My favorite movie. Okay. <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Um. I think, I mean, I was watching that before. Those were my first memories was the Phantom of the Opera movie. Mm -hmm. um, I think why I liked it so much was the romantic idea of it. Okay. Um, and just the... Um, the musicality and the the art and it was it's so it's so it's funny it's so energetic mm -hmm. um and intoxicating i love it <laughs> so the next one is what's your favorite musician or music and why Ooh. see i'm not very good with names but the first person that came to mind um lana del rey was my first cd that i bought and the last, since now we all have iPhones, <laughs> um, I related really well to her um, growing up. I was like 13 when I discovered her. Um, uh -huh. And she, she, I, I, her music related to the struggles that I was dealing with at home. And yeah, she, I still listen to her. I love her so much. <laughs> uh, we're getting close to the end. What's your uh, favorite place to go visit or where you would like to go visit and why? Okay, let's um, do, what's your favorite place you've been to and the place you would like to go to and why with both of them? Oh, oh fuck. Um, first thing that came to mind, I don't think I can really pick a favorite, but first thing that came to mind was Chicago. I just went there um, in October. Or yes, and you're from there. Um, yeah. It was so wonderful. It was my first time there. Seeing how big the city is. I'm from Portland and I grew up here, so I've never... I didn't realize that cities can actually be that big. It opened up my mind to even more possibilities. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be here all the time. <laughs> and um, and I, I beg to differ. I'm, I, I live there and I'm like, get me the hell out of there. What airport did you fly in? <laughs> See, that's how I feel about here. <laughs> yeah. What airport did you fly to? Fly into? Midway or O'Hare? No, I, I have no idea. Okay. You don't know if you were outside the city or in the city when you landed. Did you see a lot of houses when you landed? I don't remember. Okay. To be honest. Okay, no problem. Yeah, sorry. No problem. Actually, I think it was in. The, I think it was in the city because I didn't have to Uber too far out of the way to get to it from the city. Yeah, so that's Midway. Yeah, it's probably Midway. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. Um, and then the place that I want to visit, um, I just recently had an unexpected twenty-four hour layover in New York City, and so I was able to be around the hustle and bustle of New York City, and as an aspiring entrepreneur. 
that I thought Chicago was inspiring. I take me to New York. <laughs> the big apple, the big apple yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the last question: What makes you magical? Um, my persistence and my persistence to never give up. Wow. Boom, mic drop. I like that. I like that. I like that. So uh, in closing, how could people find you if they're interested in connecting with you? Um, so um, you can either contact me on Instagram. Um, I tend to get banned off of Instagram a lot. So um, if you're seeing this and I'm not banned yet, you can um, search me up. My username is please me pixie with two E's at the end. Um, or you can contact my email, um, which is Pacific, like the Pacific theme with three X's at gmail.com. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So Nikki, thank you so much. This was such, thank so you. magical. And thank you for being uh, my first guest. And mm. let's get better than this. I wish you many, 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 many uh, contributions of success. Uh, keep being you. And fuck judgment. Keep doing you, sister. <laughs> this was so much fun and such an honor. Thank you so much for asking me to come on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we'll see you guys next week. Once again, this is John Ashford of Being You. Uh, Being You, John Ashford uh, podcast. Uh, we have a lot more interesting guests like this. And do me a favor. Be kind to you and other people you meet. Peace.